Hi, welcome to Ezra Magazine's special edition and editorial on the global pandemic of COVID-19. My name is Tanisha Bolger and I am the editor and founder here at Ezra. Our goal is to help you make informed decisions in these uncertain times. Our stories are fact-checked, researched, and sources will be linked for you at the bottom of our article or in our show notes. We regularly use media information and up-to-date statistics from the World Health Organization. However, advice changes every day. Before you share or spread articles or news on social media amongst friends, it's important you fact-check the information before doing so. Always check with your local government, department, or if in doubt, the World Health Organization releases status reports on the COVID-19 global pandemic daily. To help you in this public health crisis, it's important to stay correctly informed. So here's our story and very first episode explaining what in the hell COVID-19 actually is. So, what in the hell is COVID-19? No, it's really not like the flu. Please note, this information was accurate at the time of publishing, the 23rd of March, 2020. Information may have changed. Please refer to the World Health Organization's website for recent updates. First identified in a cluster of cases of viral pneumonia linked to a wet market in China, the now called COVID-19, which stands for Coronavirus Disease-2019, has been classed by the World Health Organization, or WHO, as a global pandemic. In a special article titled Coronavirus Infections in Children Including COVID-19, the researchers explain why it's called COVID-19, or what you may have also seen referred to as SARS-CoV-2, Severe Acute Respiratory Syndrome Coronavirus 2. If you're wondering what the 2 stands for, it's there because the SARS-CoV-2, or COVID-19, is a genetic cousin of the coronavirus which caused the SARS outbreak in 2002, which is known as SARS-CoV. The naming is similar to how we refer to as AIDS and HIV. AIDS is the disease caused by the human immunodeficiency virus, HIV. If you're old enough to remember, a novel severe acute respiratory syndrome coronavirus, SARS-CoV, emerged in 2002, and the Middle East respiratory syndrome coronavirus, MERS-CoV, appeared in 2012. In our current case, SARS-CoV-2 is the name given to the 2019 novel coronavirus. SARS-CoV-2 is a new strain of coronavirus that has not been previously identified in humans, which is why you'll sometimes see the word novel or new associated with its name. So what exactly is it? SARS-CoV-2 is a group of viruses known as coronaviruses. They consist of a core of genetic material surrounded by an envelope with protein spikes. As a virus is a non-living organism, it needs to use our human cells to be able to inject its genetic material, hijack our cells to reproduce, and then shed out of our bodies through water droplets. It sounds delicious. Not. In Australia, scientists and researchers at the Commonwealth Scientific and Industrial Research Organisation, commonly referred to as CSIRO, are actively working to understand what the virus is, how it behaves and how it spreads. Published as an expert commentary on the global pandemic by CSIRO, Professor S.S. Fasan says that CSIRO are operating at speed in response to the public health emergency, but they also have to adhere to strict attention to detail and regulatory requirements. It's challenging. 
We've grown the virus for our research and have also reconfirmed the genomic sequence published by the Doherty Institute, he said. Next, we're aiming to get a better understanding of the virus so CSIRO can begin testing new potential vaccines and therapeutics being developed for efficacy. We have got promising results with our initial susceptibility studies and are in the process of conducting natural disease progression studies. We are also investigating the physical and molecular characterization of the virus to find differences and similarities with other known coronaviruses. Dr. Rob Grenfell from CSIRO also made comments in association with CSIRO's work and research into the virus. A coronavirus is what is called an RNA virus. RNA is a molecule that is not as stable as DNA. This is the reason that coronaviruses are such feisty adversaries because RNAs can mutate quickly and quite rapidly. At the moment, the virus is very contagious, which means it's spreading from person to person quickly. CSIRO are currently aiming to get a better understanding of the transmission rates because at this stage, they are yet to be formally determined. What are the symptoms according to the World Health Organization? People may be sick with the virus for 1 to 14 days before developing symptoms. The most common symptoms of the coronavirus disease, COVID-19, are fever, tiredness and dry cough. Most people, about 80%, recover from the disease without needing special treatment. More rarely, the disease can be serious and even fatal. Older people and people with other medical conditions such as asthma, diabetes or heart disease may be more vulnerable to becoming severely ill. People may experience cough, fever, tiredness, difficulty breathing in severe cases. The World Health Organization's medical advice. According to the World Health Organization, its strategic objectives are they need to interrupt human-to-human transmission, including reducing secondary infections among close contacts and health healthcare workers, preventing transmission amplification events, and preventing further international spread. They need to identify, isolate, and care for patients early, including providing optimized care for infected patients. They need to identify and reduce transmission from the animal source. They need to address crucial unknowns regarding clinical severity, the extent of transmission and infection, treatment options, and accelerate the development of diagnostics, therapeutics, and vaccines. They also need to communicate critical risk and event information to all communities and counter misinformation. The most important aspect of these objectives for human health is to interrupt the human-to-human transmission. This can be achieved a number of ways and through a combination of public health measures including Rapid identification Diagnosis and management of the cases Identification and follow-up of the contacts Infection prevention and control in healthcare settings Implementation of health measures for travellers Awareness raising in the population and risk communication. The case against Australia's citizens. Advice from the World Health Organization is clear. We need to stop this virus in its tracks by breaking the human-to-human transmission of the virus. People can catch COVID-19 from others who have the virus. The disease can spread from person to person through small droplets from the nose or mouth, which are then spread when a person with COVID-19 coughs or or exhales. These droplets land on objects and surfaces around the person. Other people then catch COVID-19 by touching these objects or surfaces, then touching their eyes, nose or mouth. People can also catch COVID-19 if they breathe in droplets from a person with COVID-19 who coughs out or exhales droplets. 
This is why it is so important to stay more than one meter away or three feet from a person who is sick. There are a few questions arising from the expert health advice from WHO or the World Health Organization given to all member states of the UN. Why is Australia so lax on its lockdown measures? We still have the ability to sit in indoor venues in close contact with people below 100 people. We are still allowed to attend events with more than 500 people outside. Why did the New South Wales health officials not test arrivals from the Ruby Princess cruise ship when it docked into Sydney? Why are schools in Australia still open? If schools are to remain open and the Australian government wants to follow the Singapore route of keeping them open, why are they not following the same principles as Singapore? Singapore is testing students as they leave at the end of each day. There is mass cleaning. Why are the states left on their own to decide what measures to implement? Although they are meeting in a national cabinet, they are clearly following different advice, which is going to help their citizens stay safe. Why has the Australian government and federal treasurer, Josh Frydenberg, announced two stimulus packages, yet citizens will not be able to access either of the packages until 27th of April, which was confirmed in question time this morning? Why are we not actively testing, testing and conducting more testing of people who have been presented with symptoms but have no known source or contact with a confirmed case? There is a lot to unpack and advice is changing daily, sometimes hourly. Please keep up to date with current health advice by visiting the World Health Organization's website and your local state government's website for local restrictions and health advice. To read our rolling stories, please visit ezramagazine.com. Coming up, we have an interview with a microbiologist where we'll chat about potential vaccines and exactly how long it'll take us to get there. We hope you've enjoyed our very first episode of Ezra Magazine's special edition into the global pandemic of COVID-19. Stay safe, stay at home and wash those hands. 